If you are listening to this right now, it probably means one of two things. One, you are using social media and you want to get more visibility, you want to get more referral because people are seeing your brand and, and they like it and they just want to talk about it to other people, right? That's how you get more referral. And two, you just want to build a personal brand because having your own brand sounds cool, right? I mean, you can just talk to other people like, hey, I have this personal brand, I have my own brand, right? Uh, it makes you proud. It makes you who you are, right? And yeah, you are probably one of these two things, right? Okay, so in today's episode, Elizabeth and I will talk about three questions to ask to build a great brand, what Coca-Cola teaches you about branding, how to create a message that targets into people's emotion, and so much more, okay? And just to let you know, this is the second part of the interview with Elizabeth Pampelon. So if you haven't checked out the first part, make sure to go to the episode 72 so you can discover more about creating content on social media that not only help you get more engagement, okay, because we don't want to get more engagement. We want to get more sales, right? I mean, we are a business people. We likes doesn't pay you the bills <laughs> okay so we uh if you are using social media for your business uh, you really want to create content that purposely to make sales okay so we we talk about that in episode 72 so make sure to check that out also after you listen to this episode okay and before we begin subscribe or follow this podcast because when you do that you will discover more about building a business using social media. If you are thinking about creating a social media or you are about to go online, then social media is your perfect asset, okay? And, you know, in social media, you have to build an audience, you have to create content, you have to, to close sales using your DM and all this stuff then this podcast can help you do that. All right. So subscribe to it or click the follow button. All right. So let's begin. So the real question is this. How would an entrepreneur like us, who literally start from nothing or has limited resources and yet still wants to build an empire, join Usheroff as he answers this big question so you can apply it too. Welcome to Focus on Winning. So Elizabeth, another thing that you are specializing in is branding. So when you think about branding or, you know, uh, we have been talking about social media, right? And uh, the, the, the most important part in social media is personal brand. So what do you, th- what do you think about branding? Well, branding is more of the essence of your business. It is the the heart and the soul of your business. And so Mm. what I try to do with my clients and what I've been able to accomplish with them, which has been amazing is Mm. to help them realize that their message is more important than even their visuals, but they have to go together, right? So your message is your first piece. Who are you? What are you doing? And who are you sharing it with? So if you can answer those three questions, then that's your message. And once you have that message down and it connects emotionally, it connects practically, you know, with people as they hear it, it could be something so simple. It has to be the simplest form of it. 
then you can move on to the logo and the colors and how those tie into the the brand that you want to present. You know, colors have emotion to them. Fonts have emotion to them. So we want to choose something that's not, if, you're, if your business is like therapy or counseling or coaching, you don't want to choose something that's aggressive, right? You want to choose something mm-hmm. that's a little softer, a little more inviting, and something that promotes trust and loyalty. And so those kind of things, like the blue is, is a loyalty color. So that's something we might use. So when we look at the, the message, we want to say, well, what is the main feeling we want people to get when they hear this message? Then we add the colors, then we add the fonts, and that's what creates our logo. And once the logo is created, now you need to use that on everything. It needs to be the same blue on everything. It needs to be the same green. Whatever color you're using, whatever colors, they need to be the same so that on your website, they look the same. On your social, they look the same. And going forward on your emails and your blogs so that when someone sees something from you, they immediately know who it is. They immediately know who you are. And they can say, oh, I know exactly what brand that is. It's just kind of like with Coca-Cola. They didn't change their red over the years. They always have the same red. And they always have the same font with their letters. And so Mm. anytime they've tried to change things, people are like, wait, what? So if you think about (laughs) Pepsi, Pepsi has changed a lot over the years. And they've actually had to go back and forth with their logos a couple of times. So they've changed their logos so much a couple of times that People didn't recognize it. And so they had to go backwards and go back to their older logos or similar to their older logos. If you look at the um, progression of the Coca-Cola logo, you can see like all the Coca-Cola logos. You can look it up on Google and they'll show you what Coca-Cola's logo has looked like from the beginning of the company all the way till now. And a lot Mm -hmm. of it's very similar, looks very similar. But then if you look at Pepsi's logo... And you see their progression. It is very, very different. There's a lot of jumping around. There's a lot of back and forth. There's a lot of things that were there and then not there. Um, And so it's very interesting how they've morphed their logo and changed, but how they've had to backtrack a little. And you can see that in the progression of the years of how their logo has gone. So I try to help people to create that logo like Coca-Cola that's so iconic, that is totally them. And Mm -hmm. it's always going to be them. And then Mm -hmm. from there, you know, you can rebrand later on if you need to. But most of the time when you get that brand that's so connected to you and to your business, you don't have to rebrand. You you might tweak it a little bit, but you don't have to go crazy with it. You know, it can really be that brand that sticks with you forever. You know, I didn't I didn't I I didn't notice about the Pepsi logo. I I just I thought it was uh, the same all years. So uh, yeah, their their logo has gotten a lot of a lot of stuff. A lot of different iterations of it. <laughs> wow. I like that you mentioned about the three questions to identify our brand or to, to build a great brand. Uh, can you repeat about, can you repeat the three questions again? So it's who are you? What do you do? And who are you sharing oh. it with? Okay. So and that really can say, help you build that message. So let's say if people were ask you, what's your brand? What would you, what would you say? Well, if they ask you what's your brand, they're not asking you the right question. Usually people ask you, what do you do? And so our message would be replacing the what do you do question. Um, So if Mm. if you say, what do you do? Then I would say I help entrepreneurs and small businesses to create one year of marketing in five days. And that connects with people on an emotional level. Oh, my gosh. If only that was possible, they think. Right. Then it Mm -hmm. connects with them on a, a practical level because they know they need something like that. And then if you look at 
you know, how, uh, you know, it connects with people on a, an immediate level. It's quick, it's fast, five days, right? So I'm, I'm, my message is very, very simple. It tells you exactly what I do. And it also tells you who I am. I'm going to stick mm-hmm. with you. I'm going to help you with this. I can do this. I do this all the time. It gives you that sense, right? Because I'm confident when I say it. And so mm-hmm. that message is so simple. Just it said, but it says everything it needs to say without me saying too much, saying too little, being vague. Now the questions come. And that's really what you want your message to do is you want your message to have people go, I get it, but now what? Or I get it, but more. Tell me more. And that's what your message should really convey. So, all right. You have a lot of service services right now. So um, how how do you convince people that this is what you do? I mean, right now you are pushing pushing the, the service of 365 days of worth worth of content right now right so uh is that the the brand that you are going to say to people so when i talk to people yeah when i talk to people i tell them i create one year of marketing content in five days so i'm i'm marketing absolute marketing i'm telling them my message is about absolute marketing imagine if you could have all of your marketing done your website your brand your social media your blogging and your emails your email marketing, all done for the entire year, and we only have to spend five days on it. That is the message that I that I give, and that's what I that's what I speak on, and that's what I teach, uh, and that's what I sell. You know, all of that's all wrapped together. So my message is about time. You know, exchanging time and effort. So you only have three things you can you can you can use, right? You have time, money, and effort. And so mm-hmm. for some money, we can get you back a whole lot of time. You know, entrepreneurs spend 20 hours a week on their marketing, 20 hours. That's a lot of time. And if we're already working 40 hours, add another 20 to that. Now our weeks are 60 hours or 80 hours even. So when do we have time to do this? And that's why a lot of this falls by the wayside for entrepreneurs. And so what I try to do is, hey, I want to give you back 15 hours of that week, 20 hours of that week, 10 hours of that week, something. You know, if you get back those 20 hours a week and you can now reallocate those hours to whatever you want, whether it's more sales, more, you know, more networking, more family time, more self self care time, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. that's a thousand hours a year. That is a ton of time. So if we can take one week and get all that done, now you have a thousand hours. What are you going to do with it? And that's up to you. Hmm. When is the right time to post videos and pictures? Like uh, I, I've seen that Facebook Facebook users uh, prefers long writing. I don't know. I don't know uh, if that's also to you, but uh, for my audience, they they like to write long posts, and on Instagram, they like to just see the pictures rather than writing. Right. So, how about you? What do you say about this? So I actually don't subscribe to the long post idea. Um, I believe that the Uh long posts should be on your website so that you can actually use that for your SEO. So if you're going to write a long post, that's probably got some really good information in it. That should be a blog post. Um, And so now we can share it on social media. So people will go back to our website and now we have more clicks over there. People can actually use it. And then Google can actually scan it as well because Google doesn't necessarily scan some of those private posts that are on groups and things like that. So definitely want to use those kind of long posts for, you know, instead of blog posts or as a blog post. And then we can share it to social media. I think definitely Instagram, if you're using that, if it's part of your demographic, definitely the pictures and the videos, stories, things like that. Um, There's not like a certain time 
when those things should be shared, it really does come down to, you know, what your audience needs and when do they need it. And so if you have had your group mm-hmm. for a while or your, your page for a while, um, you go into your analytics in Facebook, in Twitter, in whatever, and really look and see when are people on my posts? When are my comments being made? You know, when are things being seen? And if all of your people are really visiting your page and stuff or seeing your posts in the evening, then you should be posting in the evening. If they're all during the day because they're working and that's part of their work day, then then you should post during the day, not during lunch, right? Maybe like, cause they're going to be eating mm-hmm. and like busy doing something else, but mm-hmm. doing during the work day when they're in there, when they're viewing things when they're searching for stuff. So those are the kind of things I look at is think about your audience, think about their lifestyle, think about what they're doing in a regular day. And if you don't know, you can always ask them. You can ask your clients and, and people like that. Um, and if you, sometimes you're your own demographic. I find that I'm in my own demographic. I work with women in business who've been in business three to five years. I've been in business a little longer than that, but about three to five years, right? Um, Uh And so I think about myself as part of that demographic. I'm within the age range of the demographic I like to serve. I'm within Mm. the, you know, I have the same, the type of business of people that I like to serve, people in the service industry. And so I look at myself and say, okay, what's my typical day like? You know, what, when am I on social media looking for things for my business, looking for those in for that informational video or that, that post that I want to read. So when am I, when I'm on there, that's when I like to post because I know that my clients are very much the same. They're in that same, you know, ballpark with me and they're, they have those same, you know, um, time frames that I do. So I really look at those, oh. at those things first. Oh, okay. So you're saying uh, post about your lifestyle more often? No, I'm saying look at the lifestyle of the people who you're serving and then you post during times when you know they're going to be on. So it, let's say they every morning they get up and they run like that's part of the lifestyle of the people that you serve. Then you might want to post at 5 a.m. because they're going to be mm-hmm. up. They're going to be checking their phone real quick right before they go for their run and they'll mm-hmm. see your post. But if they're they got kids and they've got homework and they've got, you know, all these things happening in their lives and 8 p.m. is when they finally get on the computer and they do something for their small business or they do something for their side hustle. Then you post it 8 p.m., 830, because that's when they're going to see it the quickest and they're going to be on. So those are the types of things you want to look at the lifestyle of your clients. And sometimes Mm -hmm. you're also in that demographic. You're in that same bucket, right? You're in the same spot as them. But if you you look at their client's lifestyle and you say, okay, how can I match up what I'm doing to fit into their lifestyle so that they'll actually be more connected and see what I'm doing much better? That's that's awesome. You know, uh, Elizabeth, I, I love the idea of you you spend this this kind of hours. You say eight hours. Yes. Uh, every, every year. Once a year. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, eight hours once a year to create. 200 something contents. Uh, I like that kind of idea. Yeah. But, but, you know, uh, when do we monetize that content? Uh, I mean, when do we monetize yeah. through our content? So when you're writing your, your posts, we talked about one of our five pieces of posts was sales. And we're writing yeah. saying, hey, I've got this course. Hey, I've got, you know, this, um, you know, f- this paid ebook that you can purchase. I've got a membership. I've got a mastermind, you know, whatever that oh. is. So you would use those five sales posts or those six sales posts, how many ever you write. You use those sales posts on your social media so that throughout the year, you're reminding people, this is one of my services. This is what I do. Don't forget, we actually, you know, like um, my husband, he does book editing and things like that, but he also does copywriting. 
So mm. he can say, hey, don't forget I do copywriting because mostly he's talking about writing your book and getting your book out there and publishing your book. But then he also can say, oh, don't forget, I do copywriting. And that will remind people throughout the year, oh, yeah, he does that. I forgot about that. Nice. So uh, how many days do you promote your uh, his copywriting service? Like, so when you have services, like you choose, I, I say, for example, I have five services that I that I mm -hmm. promote. And mm -hmm. with those five services, I write two posts about each one of those services. That's 10 posts. I do one each week. And then I repeat it every 10 days. Just repeat, 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 repeat. So I mean, every 10 weeks. So um, I have one for 10 weeks, right? All of them go out and then I start them over. So that's how I, that's how I do it. I do it once a week. Oh, that's, that's nice. And one thing I like about you, Elizabeth, is that you wear this green thing and yeah. it, it matches <laughs> your websites. I think your website's yep. all green. <laughs> Yep. Every so, time I speak, I'm on a podcast. If it's video at all, I always wear green um, because I want to represent my brand in that way. And it's not always the same exact color green. Sometimes it's hard to find clothes in that color green, but it's very close and people recognize that and they know that red hair, green shirt, that must be Elizabeth. That must be absolute <laughs> marketing. Wow. Okay. Uh, maybe maybe next time I should wear something that uh, represents my brand after this. Wow. Thank you for reminding yeah. me that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I think we uh, we can wrap up our conversation. So what's the final takeaway that our listeners can really get from our chat today? Well, I think the main thing is to create your very simple strategy. Make sure you know what your message is, who you are, what you do, and who you're sharing it with. Know your message, take your social media if you want to start there, make sure you have a very simple strategy on day one, Monday, we're going to do this on day two, Tuesday, we're going to do this and just create that strategy first, fill in your calendar with your posts and put them into a scheduler. That's the easiest thing you can do. And, you know, that's me giving away the how, right? So wow. it's not, not rocket science. It's not something that's crazy, but there are things that I can tell you that are shortcuts and all that. If you work with me, if you take my course, whatever, but this simple form is you just got to do the strategy, create your calendar, fill it in, put it in a scheduler, not, not rocket science. It's very doable. And almost anybody can do this. Mm -hmm. So, uh, how, do, you know, how, do, how do people choose which platform is suitable for them? Well, I have the free ebook that I wrote all that information in. You can go on Google. You can look up, you know, which platforms serve, which clients, which people. And um, or you can get my ebook, which has all of it. I compiled all the information together for you. So um, I have that free book, free ebook on my website, getabsolutemarketing.com. If you join our membership, it's also free. Then you'll get access to the ebook and a lot of other stuff that I have as well. Awesome. So where do people find more about you? They can go to getabsolutemarketing.com. Okay. Uh, any other social media that you are active? Yes, I'm on LinkedIn and Facebook. Um, and you can just look up Elizabeth Pampalone or Absolute Marketing and you can find us there. Oh, nice. All right. Uh, Elizabeth, thank you for sharing your ideas and insights with us. Really happy to have you here. Thank you and, so uh, much for having me. And for the listeners, I'll catch you another time. All right, winners, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Elizabeth Pampelon. So visit getabsolutemarketing.com to get the ebook about how to know which platform serves you, your audience better. All right, 
and whether it's Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram, right? It doesn't matter. Uh, you will know once you get that ebook, okay? So I believe that creating content is one thing, but knowing who's your content for is another thing. And if you want to know who should consume your content, what kind of audience should you serve, what kind of clients should you work with, then check out my ebook, Seven Questions to Identify Your Perfect Client at bit.ly slash client for you. The link is in the description, okay? And what this book will teach you is that it will help you create content for the right audience who is not just want to subscribe to you, but also they are ready to buy anything from you. Wow, that is so powerful because you have the right solution for them. And that's why they are your perfect client or customer. Okay, so that's why you really need to know what kind of audience should you serve. You don't just serve anyone because if you serve everybody you actually serve nobody all right i'm sure you have heard that many times it's not just from me it's coming from many other marketers okay they always talk about knowing you should know who you who you serve okay who is this for the more specific it is the better all right and these seven questions will help you identify your perfect client all right so again go to bit.ly slash client for you the link is in the description if you don't know the spelling all right so always remember winners focus on winning until then stay winning hey thank you for listening we hope you can implement everything from this episode and would you like to know more about business strategies and life hacks that you can apply right now if so subscribe to this podcast so you can become the best you 